Thanks for tuning in to Spraymakers, a podcast that dives deep into the world of slalom with Rossi and Trent. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take a second to rate and review it, as well as share it with your ski buddies. Now, on to some driving tips with the boys. As, as a skier, there's you you can't there's no bigger favor you could do for yourself than 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 learn how to drive. And why I say you know favor for yourself is is there's nothing worse than a ski partner that doesn't bring anything to the table, right? It's I mean that is it's something I learned a lot. I mean right right early on in in my independent yeah. skiing zone. Obviously not when when I was doing it with my father and and whatnot. But you know when I when I progressed and and I really wanted to take my skiing to the next level, I you know the the people that I was around were 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 you know you went to ski with people that could drive. And if you couldn't yeah. drive, then people people made comments like, oh yeah, this person's great skier, but holy cow, they can't drive. And so, you know, you go and ski, you go and try to ski with that person and you ski at a, at a lesser rate and, you know, or you, you don't ski as many buoys. It doesn't feel as good. And so, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of like in my book, it's, it's probably the most important thing a ski partner or, or whatever you want to really? call them are. For sure. For sure. And, and I mean, I was lucky, you know, just given where I grew up, Saskatchewan, there, you know, there wasn't a lot of drivers. So, you know, I was a senior driver by the time I was 19 um, and you know, when I was 19, I moved to Australia to, to work with Ray Stokes and, and from, and I mean, I was thrown in and that was, you know, back in the pre two thousands in Australia. So that was flight craft outboard. And <clears throat> I mean, I'm a kid pulling Salmers like, you know, Steve Cockrum and, and jumpers like Bruce Neville and, and Curtis and Emma Shears. And I was just thrown to the fire and, and I had three years over there to figure it out and, and hone my skills, you know, uh, and then from there, I, I never struggled for a place to ski. You know, when I was done in Australia and it was time to move to Florida, you know, within a, a week of being at Carl Burge's place, figured out I was a good driver, boom, I had a place to ski, you know, on to Wade Cox and, and just, you know, you, you, you won't struggle to, to, to find a place to ski or to, or to find good ski partners if you have, you know, at least a, a reasonable skill set as a driver. Yep. So where, where, did, where, where did you learn to, where did you learn to drive? Because I'm, I mean, for people that haven't skied Van Rossi, he's, uh, it's fabled how good he is. Um, so I mean, Rossi's skill set as a driver is, is, you know, it's profoundly good. People, you know, people want to ski behind him. So where, where did you learn? Well, I, you, you said thrown into the fire. I was thrown into the fire. I, uh, yeah. I got a summer job working for Schnitz and Steve Schnitzer. If you don't know who he is, look him up anyway. I got a I got a summer job with him and and so my summer job entailed starting by uh, cleaning toilets, scrubbing boats, doing all the all the all the jobs that one wouldn't want to do. Uh, in return, I was offered two coaching sets a day uh, by the man himself. And let me tell you, <laughs> it was worth every toilet I scrubbed, every bit of work I did. It, it was worth more money than I would have made, you know, working anywhere else, I could have made, you yeah. know, a lot more money, but I wouldn't have gotten what I got out of it. So I'm very thankful for the opportunity. But as I, as, as that, as my time there progressed, uh, I was offered the ability to start to drive a little bit. And uh, if anybody that knows Steve Schnitzer knows that there isn't a more in tune person, I mean, if you're two inches off with the boat, that man knows and he'll tell you exactly yeah. when and where you did it. So I was thrown into the fire. I needed to do it. 
for him. Um, and, and I was driving for him personally when, when, uh, when Patty wasn't driving for him. So anyway, it was, it was intense, man, like, like white knuckle intense and needed to get into it and, and learn. So yeah, he, he, he grabbed me by the, by the horns and threw me in there. And, and, uh, it was, it was on fire right from the beginning and, you just had to figure it out. But he told me, he said, you, you, you're a good driver. You're not going to have a problem finding a ski partner. And I yeah. never, never lost track of that. And, and so I became a good driver and, and you needed to drive good if you wanted him to choose you to drive for, for him coaching, because, you know, as a coach, you want a great driver driving as well, because you want your students to have the best yeah. ability to ski uh, up to their potential as they can and not be blaming it on anything else. So it kind of, it's like, no doubt. and there is, there's on that dude, there's like, there's nothing more frustrating as a coach when, when, um, when the driving is, is, it doesn't have to be amazing driving, but when the driving is really poor, that's, it's frustrating as a coach because, because not, you know, not only you, you're trying to ask them to, to, to experience a new sensation or, or seek a new, a new sensation, but they're getting different sensations at every buoy because the drivers is, is so, you know, out of, out of sorts, but. The, the um, most amazing, the most amazing thing to me is that you can take two different drivers, take end course video, drive down the course, and yeah. you can have two completely different experiences for, as a skier, mm-hmm. um, you know, versus versus the two two different drivers and and so people will say well i drive down straight down the course and and i'm a uh, you know so i'm a great driver and you go uh that's not that's not really from my end back here what's going on and then you go behind a guy like uh probably one of my you know i've got a couple favorite drivers but you know right now i i I, i'm blessed right now i know when i go out to ski uh, here in Salt Lake, I have uh, Mike Parsons and Nick Parsons to drive me, and I'll put those two guys up against just about anybody in the world. Uh, you know, as far as their level of ability to be in the right place and the feel that yeah. they produce while driving. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, um, all right. Well, let's get kicked off in this. And I think like the first thing I think from my perspective is is this isn't about you know how are you going to I mean, maybe you want to become the best driver in the world, and that's fine. It, I think I think the, the the goal though is just is just to understand sort of what what you know your your goal as a driver is, and 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 appreciate that it's not that difficult. Uh, I, I feel like great drivers will will tell you how simple it is, and kind of good drivers will tell you how insanely complicated it is. So we're gonna get into the nuts and bolts of it, but um, I think you know oft overlook and you know just it are it's some of the little things like you know so before we even before we even get in the course like for me you, you know as a skier something that kind of bothers me and as a driver i'm i'm i'm, I'm really mindful of is is two things one don't i, I i'm careful not to rush my skier you, you know so as a driver you know i'm gonna i'm gonna if i'm pulling one of my buddies i'm going to like just sort of just turn off for a second because you know this is their ski ride there's nothing worse than a driver trying to push you out the back of the boat or or you know or tighten the rope on the dock when you can tell you're not ready so you as a driver you you kind of you know you have to chill a little bit you have to make sure you're giving the skier you know their time to you know because this is their set right um, and and then the other one turn the turn the boat off when you when, when you've 
one for safety, but when you get a, a, a skier on the back platform, if you're, if you're in a scenario where you're skiing out of the boat, mm-hmm. turn the, turn the boat off, you know, when they're getting their gloves on, they're stretching one, you're going to save some gas, wicked two, it's safer. Awesome. Three. I don't want, I want to put my boots on, you know, skiers don't want that exhaust rumbling up under their feet. Um, and, and then, and it, it takes away kind of that, that urgency, like get in the water, let's go, you know, I'm on a time crunch here. If you don't have time to pull your bud, don't, don't pull them. Um, and anything stick out for you? Like kind of the, kind of the, I don't know, kind of the nuances before we, we've even left, you know, before we even take off. I mean, what you said is, 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 and what you hinted upon and whether it be the little things or the big things, but it is, it is insanely important to remember that we only get to ski for, let's say, 10 minutes at a time, maybe two or th- I mean, if you're lucky, three times a day. So when it is your time to ski, like you were just uh, implying, you need to give that per- you should give that person their time the way they want it, you know, and, and all of those things. So, yes, turn the boat off, you know, don't rush. Like one of yeah. the big peppies I have, like I, I put my ski on or I'm putting my ski on and yes, the boat's running or whatever. And then they're bumping the throttle, bumping the throttle, bumping the throttle. <laughs> you're like, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm on a teeter totter here. You're, you're bumping me. You know, I have little things that I do as a skier. Like I, I make sure I have the rope in my other hand. So if they do bump, I don't fall off the platform. I have something yeah. to hold on to, but, but you know, like it's that it's those little things. Like think about the person, think about the person who's about to go skiing there what what they what would make their experience the best and give that to them and and not being in a rush yeah giving them the time sure. uh you know in my opinion when you're the driver you're you're the captain of the boat you know and and i understand like by rules and all these things and in, in in uh usa water skiing all that technically the boat judges the captain of the boat but i'm telling you right now in my world the guy is driving the boat is running the show and so yeah. you're in charge of what's going to go down and you can highlight and make a person's experience better or you can take it away. And so I think the things that you you brought out are kind of the thing. And like I said, like if, if you are going to leave the boat running, which which is not preferable, but if, if, that, if there's wind or something's going on, try to get yourself in a position so that you aren't bumping and keep keep challenging the, the, the skiers uh, mm-hmm. ability to balance just to get their stuff on. I mean, like, that's not the way you want to start a set. You want to be psyched. <laughs> you know, you want to, you want to get so into true. it, you know, and then, you know, I think my, my big thing is, is just try to be globally aware. I mean, I'm aware of the guy that's sitting next to me or a woman that's sitting next to me and, and are they holding on? Uh, I'm looking at the rope. I'm making sure the rope's there. I make sure the boat's pointed where it needs to be pointed, but in an instant where I have to choose whether it's where the boat's pointed or my skier is getting ready and I'm going to have to bump the skier, I'm probably going to let myself drift towards the weeds to let that For skier sure. make sure they're getting dialed. And then I'll say, Hey, don't jump in right, right yet. Let me just, let me shift a little bit before you, before yeah. you go. So yeah, 100%, like just little things like, you know, if there's a, if there's a crosswind park upwind, you know, and try and estimate, you know, where's the wind going to put me in the next three to four minutes or however long you think it might take, you know, just, just little things like this. So you don't have to be battling this gear. Cause you know, like you said, it, this is your set. This is like your time to kind of, you know, some people like to relax a little bit. Some people, you know, and other people are going to want to get in the hop in really quickly and whatever, but just, you know, just try and get a feel for what your skier wants, you know? And then, and then from there, I think, <clears throat> 
simple little thing and something you know uh a sign of a of an experienced driver or a considered driver is you know is you know once your skiers in you know rope tightens up um like what even when the rope's tight and the skier says you know he's ready i, I like to you know leave it in gear for you know obviously i don't want to drag the skier all, all down the lake but i want to leave it in gear for just one more second just to take every bit of slack out of the rope and take every bit of like mechanical slack out of their body you know what i mean even when your arms are straight there's still a few inches that they can that they're going to draw when the rope gets absolutely tight so you know and you can kind of see when everything stops moving then go but uh, and then drop the hammer as hard as you can right yeah. <laughs> yeah. Explain what that. Explain what you do on that. On that sort of that. That uh, how much throw and, and the rate of, of throw on the throttle. Yeah, you know, I I get the skier back there. I if if the skier is in the water and they're not ready, I'm just I do not bring that rope tight. I can I'm looking at the rope. It's there. I'm waiting for the skier to tell me. All right, Chris, let's bring it tight. And I bring it tight. And like like you said, I actually I I didn't think of it that way, but I do. I bring it tight and I definitely make sure that that there's 100% no chance of it being uh, slack. And yeah. then I will not go with a head nod. I will not go. I will only hit that throttle with some sort of verbal yes. And if yeah. you say go, I'm not going to go because go could be no. So I want to, <laughs> I want to, I want to, <laughs> yep, I want to hit it. I want to, uh, yep. I want to, whatever it is that you want to do, I need, a, yeah. I need something verbal that I can confirm. I know exactly what you want and then I'll go. And, and as I go, I, I like to just like, kind of like adding on to what you just said, you like to start with a little bit of throttle and then I'm going to progressively bring it to full throttle. I am not going from yeah. neutral to in gear to full as hard as I can. Yeah. And even I, your, even the big, big boys, even the big boys, they don't, they don't need that. You know, even as much as they think they might need it, like get, get a bit of a, like a, a bit of a smooth throw to begin with. And then you can sort of see like once that ski stops moving, that means they're balanced behind the, the pressure on their feet. Then you, you can give them as much as, as they need based on their size. But mm -hmm. yeah, it's not full throw off the start, even, yeah. even for a big boy. Exactly. And if you haven't, if you haven't driven for a person yet, ask them, how do you like your, how do you like your starts? Yes. You know? And you know, what's funny. I actually think that most heavier skiers like a easier start and and sometimes it's the it's the 109 pound woman who says i want all of it i want all of it and you go well, i can think of a couple so examples that's I, I was laughing because i can think of a couple examples like i have this one i have this one kid he's he, i mean he's he's like 90 pounds and if you don't give him like full throw right up the start he'll, he'll let you know about it every time <laughs> <laughs> so so then, so yeah, so then I, I want to make sure, and I'll ask, I mean, in a tournament, I'll, if I don't know somebody, I'll say, hey, how do you like your start? Oh, yeah, just any any way possible, whatever. I mean, I've never had anybody tell me that it was uh, drastically wrong. I have messed up once, I will tell you this, and it's hilarious. I, uh, I went out to ski with Mapple one day. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, so anyway, you're already, you know, you're already, <laughs> you're already clinched because you're going to ski with a legend. Yeah. Uh, obviously my driving helped to facilitate that because, you know, obviously your, your driving, your driving ability gets around people, people are going to know whether you're good or bad. They might not know yeah. if you're in the middle, you know? So, so I got to, I got the opportunity or he, he afforded me the, the opportunity to come ski with him. Uh, 
uh, he, he had me go first. I went out and skied, you know, and obviously whenever I ski with people, I, my goal is to obviously ski as well as I can and, and put the, put the scores out there and, and have a little challenge and have some fun with people. So anyway, I went out and skied. I skied pretty good. We had a, we had a nice, nice chat. You know, we, we had a nice chat while he got ready to ski. I brought the line tight. He said, go. I brought the throttle down like I normally would in my own boat. And he had a test nautique with, I don't know what kind of motor that was in there, but this thing jumped out of the water. Like, dude, you, you've never seen it. I mean, wah! and I mean, <laughs> I, I literally, I expected to look back and see a handle with two arms attached and no body of Andy. You know? <laughs> and he, I just, I look back and he's like kind of on one foot and we're going 40 miles an hour. And, and I just looked at him and I gave him a little, you know, like my hand throw up and then, you know, obviously zero off takes over and we go ski and we get to the end. And I, I just told him, I am so sorry. So <laughs> don't, that, rethink, don't, don't rethink this invite, buddy. I, I swear. Yeah. And that was the last time I ever skied with him. So that was great. No, I'm not, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, uh, but, uh, we had a good laugh about it. And, and if you know, Andy's, if you know, Andy's laugh, that's the laugh that I was hearing <laughs> as he sunk into the water at the end of the lake. So make sure you know your boat. Maybe, you know, you, you should actually drive up and down the lake before, if you've never driven a certain boat, you should drive up and down the lake, make sure you know how much throttle you're getting, where you're getting it and things like that. So you are in full control, uh, and don't have a scenario like, like I just did with, with a legend in the sport. Yeah. So so now, so now, Trent, okay. you, you uh, now, so we now we're gonna we're gonna pull the skier out. We've got him behind us. We're we're bringing it tight. We give them the right amount of throttle. Where you know they're, they're up and out. And 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 so what's what's your game plan now? Yeah. Like, like what's happening? Yeah, exactly. Now? So like so yeah. So there's like there's the nuances, right? So there's like there's stuff you can do just just to you know not being an you know not to be you know to just not be annoying when you're driving right like just, right. just to try to facilitate the scene a little bit but so from here it, it, you know there it's there's it's going to be a little bit more theory but i think like the first thing you're going to do is and a lot of i mean a lot of drivers are going to tell you this i mean chad's got like I mean, this is his hugest pet peeve as as, as a skier in, in his own right this whole thing has to start before the pre-gates. I mean, like, you know, so however long your lake is, but, you know, 40 feet before the, the initial pre-gates, like, this, this is where a good, this is what separates good and great drivers. Um, and what I'm talking about is, is you need to be in the right place, obviously locked on as early as possible, but you need to be, you need to be ready to steer or to, or to, or to drive the gate pull out because there's nothing there's there i mean you miss that and it's 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 you know it's irreparable the whole pass is going to is it potentially going to be shot so mm -hmm. there, there's different ways of thinking about this uh i'll just share actually you were there when when chad chad scott uh myself and you uh <clears throat> at at nationals last year we were sitting down talking about driving some and he just shared this this little nugget that he, he actually likes to line up to the course what he feels is is you know two inches or just just slightly left to center is is, is Chad's uh, you know uh, that's kind of, that's his approach because and, and his his thought is he wants to be able to steer away from the direction of the pullout just a little bit so as that skier is rising up to their to their you know to their gate height um, or their or to the top of their pullout. That that's when you're you're steering away just a little bit. One that then you're going to hit center with no risk of, of 
be pulled the other way. Uh, and two, obviously the rope's going to be beautifully tight. Um, so that, that's one you can kind of go either way on. Like, I, I just think it's very important that you're either, I'm going to say, just, just go center. Cause we don't need to overcomplicate this thing. I was just going to share something that, you know, one of the greatest drivers in the history of the sport, um, had shared with, with you and I, but I like to set up in the middle, but I am absolutely going to be ready for that pullout. Cause that's my first opportunity just to, and again, I'm not even talking about steering, but just to create a little pressure to the right while they're pulling out to the left, just because if, if they pull me to the left, they're going to lose the line for a second. I'm going to panic. I'm going to go back to center and I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to be stealing their, their, their energy, their speed and, and, and that whole deal. So for me, when I, let's say you have turn islands on your lake, like I want to make sure that when I come around that turn island, the moment that I can be, I want to have my, my boat lined up to, to the, to the course. So I have the longest amount of time yep. for zero off to get clicked in. I want to also like, I do Love not want to be crooked. I want to be dead nuts straight going, going down, down that, that course line center line uh, from as far yep. back as I can. So I'm giving the skier as much time to be able to prepare for their gate pullout as possible. Uh, like you actually said with Chad, I don't mind setting up a little bit left, uh, but irrelevant to what you want to do. I just think that you yeah. have to think about that. You're going to drive the, you're going to drive the course much very similarly to how the skier is going to ski the course. And you're going to put the boat in, in positions to do that. So, you know, when a skier goes to pull out the, the you, you definitely want to give them some right counter while they're pulling out to the left mm -hmm. side of the boat. Uh, if not, then, then what happens is the boat will actually, the skier will have a softer line and the boat will tend to want to shift more left. And, and the more left that that boat shifts, then the more you're going to have to correct by, by moving the boat to the right back to center while they're trying to glide for their gate. And if you're moving the boat while they're trying to glide for the gate, then you're going to, you're going to upset the path of the skiers and you're going to actually give them sensations that they don't want to have back there. Neg negative, negative, negative yeah. uh, results happen. So, so you want to give counter anytime, once the person, um, you know, starts to pull out for their gates, you want to give them that right counter. You're going to feel them. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to give you pressure against the boat. All you're doing is just kind of counteracting however much pressure they have. And each skier gives a different amount of pressure and a different amount of pressure in yeah. different places. So you, you do have to learn it, you know, but you're boom. And so I'm just giving it to you. And then the moment you start to stand up, I'm allowing my, I'm allowing my steering wheel to go back to neutral. And then I'm just, I'm just easing up and then I'm, I'm just, that's all I'm doing. I'm just basically like keeping that rope tight while you're an extension of that rope at the end. Yes, exactly. Keeping that rope tight. And, and, and I think, and this is where, where, where good, not phenomenal drivers want to overcomplicate this thing and make it seem harder. It's not, this isn't difficult. Like it, it's if, and again, I, I use this in a lot of different scenarios or this analogy or this, uh, this thought process, if the, if the course wasn't there, you would still, you, you would still have the same goal. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, cause really with boats nowadays for as strong as they are and, and how as advanced hull design is keeping it in the center is simple. That's not hard. Right. So we're going to get to that, but you're exactly right. Just keeping the rope tight and, and, and keep in mind, you know, it's, the steering system is mechanical, right? So as such, there's there's slack in it. So like even if 
like sometimes I just think of it as you're just trying to keep the slack and the steering tight as much as anything. Right. Right. Um, so you're exactly right. You're keeping the rope tight. You're, 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 you're driving the skier to that Y point. Now from gate turn in, you know, if the skier is running a nice smooth pass from gate turn in this, this, the, through the entire pass, it, 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 your goal is going to be the same. It's going to be, you know, I want to, I want to take the slack out of the steering system at, you know, in anticipation of his turn in. So really it's, it's not like a huge steer, but it's just some, some pressure. Um, and it's going to be when the skiers in that gate glide, it's going to be a little bit of, um, pressure to the right. And then I'm just trying to hold that, hold that pressure as the skier is approaching center line. And then it's going to go a little bit pressure to the left after he crosses center line and swings out to one. Um, <clears throat> you know, in the past, I've heard people talk about, I want to point the nose of the boat to the, to the right hand gate ball. And then after they come off the second way, I want to point the nose of the boat to the left hand gates at, you know, at the next, at the, at the next set of gates. And, and it's, it's not that it's, it's not anywhere near that. It's really, it's, it's just, it's pressure. As little you know, as there is a can. tiny bit of wheel movement, but, but what we're going to say as little as, as li- it's, it's, it's as little input as you can, can to keep that line tight not big, huge movements, exactly. bigger movements exactly. need bigger reactions when they're wrong. So you're trying yes. to do as little as possible, but be efficient with what you're doing. Yep. You know, I think yep. the most- and, and the better, yeah, I would say the better the skier's timing is the easier that's going to be, you know, but, but think of it as, think of it as just, you know, applying pressure, finding that pressure, uh, you know, there's a little bit of movement in the wheel required before the rudder is actually loaded. So it's it's finding that pressure in anticipation of what's about to happen. So when the skiers, you know, you're going to feel them free up a little bit of one ball and knowing where you are, knowing, you know, where what that skier's line felt like, you're going to start to put a little pressure on that on that rudder to the left in anticipation of that hookup at the finish of, of the turn then hold that pressure to center line. Then it's going to go to the opposite direction. It's going to go a little bit to, to the right as they swing up the two ball. But, but again, it's, you know, it's, it's more of a feel thing. I think people get stuck in these, you know, trying to find these perfect matrix, you know, these points and these locations. I'm going to steer the boat here at this gate here at this gate. And it's not bad because you're, you're going to lose your relationship with the skier. And that's really what this whole thing is about. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I, I, I think that, uh, weird that it, it mimics what we do and what we've been talking about in, in previous episodes, like in, in, in yes. technique, but it's really critical that you do things right at the gate. And then the rest of the past tends to be a rhythm, but I think you're yeah. the most critical decision you're going to make as a, as a, experienced good driver is which direction are you moving the steering wheel when this, when the skier is about to turn in for the gates and that steering wheel better be turning right. And so, you know, and it better be turning right before the skier starts to turn. So, yes. yep. so that's where, that's where you get, you know, and, and I'm, I mean, I don't want to get too deep into this, but we have, we have, uh, you know, drivers who can drive straight, who are reverse weaving is what we, is what we call it, where you're on the opposite. Yeah. So exp- yeah. Ex- explain that then. Like, you know, cause, because you're absolutely right. There's a lot of drivers and I call them, I, I you know, I call them video drivers as if they, they can, 
they can make it look really good on that end course. But what, what's what, in your opinion, is is missing then for a driver that looks looks acceptable on video but feels terrible from the end of the road? Well, actually, I was I was just talking to Nick Parsons about this a little while ago, and you know his 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 driving style was he was saying I want you to drive by the seat of your pants, not by trying to drive straight down the course. He says he wants you to feel yep. the boat, feel the skier and drive by feel versus drive by sight and say, I'm keeping this boat straight no matter what. Yes. And, and so I, I thought that was a great way to think about it. I mean, I had to ask him a couple of questions as to like, what was he referring to? But, but, you know, so you get out for the gates, right. And you've got the, you've got the boat there. If, if you don't anticipate that person's turn in, and and start to ease that 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 tension out of that uh steering cable uh, to the right and start to get Mm -hmm. the boat and and find that tension before the skier puts it on that's proactive right that's a proactive approach if you are standing there and the skier turns in then you feel pressure on the boat and then your your goal is to only keep the boat straight you're actually going to start to go with a left move of the of the of the uh of the steering wheel. So I want, and so then you're reacting and what happens is the skier turns and they have a soft rope at that point, because you're actually, you're starting yeah. to get pulled. And then what happens is you're getting pulled into center. So you're fighting. And then what happens when they, when they come through center line and they, they go out to the, out to the buoy, then you're having to one to, ball. We're talking out, about to one sure, ball. Out to, out to one ball. The skier will have gotten yeah. you. And as they're going out to one ball, you're actually having to go, you go, you end up, you know, pulling away from them. And then the line comes super tight when they're going out to the buoy. And then when they go to turn again, you're getting sucked back into them. So your, your, your boat is actually moving in the opposite direction that the skier is going at all moments. And it, and it, and it ends up feeling like a really tight rope. You always feel narrow and fast in the buoys and you always feel like you're getting slack out of the buoy. Now, you know, an inexperienced skier can, can cause those things, behind a great, uh, behind a great, uh, driver, but in reality, the driving can really help. And, and, and every time people would come to a ski school, they go like, they just couldn't believe like, how does this feel so good? And you go, well, yeah. Hey, I'm driving a thousand hours a year, you know? So yeah. I, I've got a lot more experience than the guy that you're skiing with or a woman that you're skiing with. Yeah. And, and so that's going to make the difference, but turning right when you turn in is huge. So maybe you could do a better job of explaining reverse weave or, or whatever you call it. Yeah, no, that's, that's exactly it. Like, I I just feel like if you, if the driver doesn't anticipate early enough, so, you know, like to say turning one ball. So if, if I'm not, you know, if I'm not pressuring to the left, as I know this year, or as I think this year is about to hook up, what's going to happen is boom, he's going to, he's going to hit me before I've, pressured left so he's going to pull me a little bit to the right so then there's going to be that soft rope like you're saying mm-hmm. okay so now <clears throat> the rope is going to tighten eventually because eventually you know i'm going to have reacted and i'm going to stop that that right right that right um my my, my uh pull to the right mm-hmm. but what's going to happen now is he swings off the second wake headed to two ball he's already pulled me to the right so now uh, this is the one that's going to kill me is he the driver now is going to go left to hit that, that to perfectly hit that next set of gate guides. Now, so now I had a soft rope followed by too tight of a rope. Now as I'm swinging up to two ball, he's had to go left to recenter himself. So now I have a loose line again. 
Right. Right. I mean, and, and then it, 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 so now what's going to happen to me at two ball, I'm going to fall in on, on a looser rope. I'm going to hit him hard again, mm-hmm. pull him left. You know, if it's someone who's not reacting, eventually again, eventually the rope will get tied. But then as I swing up, he's going to go right to recenter again. So it's that, it's that, like you said it perfectly, it's, it's reactive instead of proactive. You, you, you've got to stay a little bit ahead of the skier. Um, you know, Ch- Chad, well, go back to Chad Scott just because, you know, yeah, exactly. And going back to, you know, Chad Scott shared something with me, you know, it was actually in a tournament. Um, I, it was 39. I nailed him at three ball, like a, like a lefty loves to do. And I got him, I, I did get him a little bit. I pulled him a little bit left. So he held corrected, but once I crossed center line, he was, he was going to live or die where he was. He wasn't going to, he wasn't going to, to go gate to gate to gate, uh, you know, and Chad was probably out, out an inch or well within w- what's allowed, you know, he's just that experienced. But this is something I'll share with people is, is once a skier crosses the center line, keep the rope tight. If you're not in the center, that's, that's your fault. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I would rather have someone offside me by six inches, eight inches, 10 inches, a foot than I would have them scurry back to center and, and give themselves that perfect video score. Right. Yeah. I mean, if, um, if you, if you make a drive mistake, the, drive the skier, if you make a mistake, you got to own it and you've got to work your way back to, to that place. Uh, yes. Yes. Good point. Yes. Work your way back to that place in, in the next little bit, not instantaneously because the skier is, is completely deterred. I mean, everything that's happening to the skier is coming from you. So, yeah. They're just an extension of that rope back there. You've got to understand that everything that you do has a has a has a, a, a reaction back there to the skier. So you you yeah. definitely need to do that. And and so so uh, the biggest thing is to know that you know learn your skier if they're coming in they're going to come into a buoy. Let's say they're coming into buoy one. You feel them out there. And, and I just, like, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. I know when they're going to turn, I can feel when a skier is going out to the buoy. I know when they're, they're riding that high early line. I know when they're straight lining right yeah, at it and sure. they're going to have a hard turn. You can, you can feel all that. Once you calm down, get your game plan. Don't fight. Don't, don't only focus on being dead nuts straight. Like you, you, yeah. you got to focus on the feel and understanding the boat and the skier, it's- but, but, when they're yes, coming, it's everything. But, right. But before they make that turn at one, you better have left. You better have started your left tension. Find that, find that steering okay. cable tension and start to feel like you're there for them. And then that way, when they do that, they have a bad, you know, let's say they have a bad turn where they have a huge skid, huge turn. Then you already had the, you already had the steering cable tight. You already had it there. Oh, mad amount of pressure is coming through the, coming through the boat right now. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to take myself down to nine o'clock, you know, I'm down there and then I can feel them now. Oh, 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 their, their pressure's a little less. Now I'm up to 11 and now they pass center. I'm at, I'm at 12, you know, and that's, and that's just yeah. it. And then as soon as center happens, I'm, I'm back to neutral again. And then boom, they're on the yeah. other side and I might be a little yeah. bit right. You know, and I might be just a little right if I need to be to keep it tight, or maybe I'm just neutral, neutral, right? Like, where's the tension? That's it, you know? And then when they're coming out of, you know, coming into two, same thing. Okay, now I'm ready. I'm waiting. Okay, I think they're going to turn right about here. I can feel, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go a little bit right with that, you know, going to two o'clock. 
you know, there I am, there I am. And then, oh, big turn again. Okay, now I'm, I'm, I'm pulling down to three or three o'clock, you know, or whatever I need. And then as, yeah. as the pressure releases, I'm releasing back up to neutral, back up to 12 o'clock. And that's just, uh, and just know that it doesn't take a lot, especially if the skier is skiing well. And, you know, the bigger moves you make, the bigger reactions the yeah. it, it will be when, when you make a wrong one. So try to be subtle sure. with it. So we're not, so I guess biggest rule then out of, out of this, you know, previous couple of minutes, don't drive gate to gate to gate to gate, drive the skier. So again, if, if, if you get, if they take advantage of you, cause they got on you before you knew they were going to, and you end up getting sucked over a little bit, find that tension, you know, get, let the rope tighten on them. But once they cross center line, keep the rope tight. So if you're, if you're off a few inches away from the buoy, it's going to be what it's going to be, you know? Um, <clears throat> so to not drive gate to gate to gate, uh, wh- where, where do you recommend looking or where do you look? I, I look down the course. I'm not, I just, I just have a yeah. global look. Like I'm just kind of looking at that, yeah. whatever that center, that center line might be. I'm not looking at the next yeah. set and the next set and the next set. I'm just kind of blurred forward. And just, Me too. Uh, it's, it's almost like I have my, I mean, it's not because they're very much open, but it's like your eyes are closed and you're trying to drive by feel with your eyes open. Yeah. Okay. So my eyes yeah. are open 100%. I'm, I'm more globally aware than you could ever even dream of. I can, I can usually say what you were thinking going into the booth. I mean, I did that yeah. lots with people and they just like, what? How do you know that? And then I'm like, well, that's a, that's the rhythm yeah. that you're giving me from, from the line. So yeah. For sure. You know, um, yeah. I, and I, I'm similar. I, I just think of it like I use the term, like just look through the course, you know, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't want to get, you know, I've heard people say like fixate two, two, uh, two boat guides ahead, two boat guides ahead. And even that, I think you're going to get, you're going to miss the point. I, I want to look through the course. Um, I, I am as the next boat set of boat guides are coming. Like I, I'm, my focus is going to hit there for a, for a brief moment. Just, just to, you know, see where I am. If I'm doing, if, if me, driving the rhythm of the skier is also make allowing me to be center. I mean, I want to know, but yeah, look, just look through the course. Um, and, and you know, and that's it. So I, I think the big thing is, is, is just don't overcomplicate it. Don't let other people overcomplicate it for you. This isn't that hard. The biggest favor you're going to do is put your butt in the seat as much as possible. One, two, be open to, to, to anyone's, you know, be open to what anyone has to say. Um, you're going to find a lot of people want to blame the driver. So, you, you know, kind of, sometimes you have to, you know, just take it on the chin a little bit, but, um, drive this gear, relax on the center line. Um, you know, that you can hone that it's kind of, it's sort of like how we talk about turning in on the gate at the perfect time and then figure out, then move forward and figure out how to time the gates. You know, turn you know, turn in on when the you and the boat are in the perfect spot in relation to one another, and then adjust later. It's kind of the same thing. Drive the skier. Then, if you have to make center line adjustments, you can figure that out down the road because that is, trust me, that's the easy, easy, easy part. I, I love the way you put that, um, and I and I like those those uh, those recommendations you have are spot on. Uh, I, I would just say, like you said, drive, 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 you know, law, yeah. of, law of 10,000 hours, man, you got, you need to be behind that wheel as much as possible. Um, one of the other things I like yeah. to do for me, it, you, you said you like to check the, check the boat guide as you go through. I might check a rear view as I go through yeah. each set of boat guides. Yeah. I just do a That's quick look up in my rear view 
and I check where my whitewash is in relation to those boat guides. And so that's my little check. Am I in center? Am I in center? Oh, I'm a little, okay. Yeah. You know, and I, I do that when I do my, when I do my phantom pass, you know, for a tournament or whatever, yeah, I, do too. I do that. And then, and then you also have people on the, on the radio telling you, but it's a really good check there. And then, like you said, when I, when I pull a skier, I whip them out to the end. If we're having a chat or after, after the, if they're really intense, I don't do it then. But after the set, I will go up to those people and I'll say, Hey, how did the driving feel? What could I do better? You know, I'm not looking for compliments. I'm looking for, I want to know what it is that you think I could do better. And I'm going to try to go yeah. out there and work on it. And, and, and it's just like your, it's just like your skiing. There's never times you, that you don't get in that seat that you're not 100% focused, ready to go. And you're working on making sure you're lined up perfectly, you know, as far back as possible. There's never a time that that is not the case. Like you need to do this every time you want to be a great driver. That's what it's going to take, but it's not only just keeping yourself dead straight. It is about a feel. It's about just, you almost got to let it be, man. And then, and then have a game plan and, and go yeah. do it and go do it. And, For and, sure. and I sure. think that everybody can be a great driver. 